0: refreshments are available in the lobby and please keep our theater clean by disposing of trash in specified containers and remember gift certificates are available for any special occasion enjoy the show Space to rent in this town. You're out of luck, and the reason that you had to care. The traffic is stuck. I'm doing a road trip here, and you are riding in the mobile studio of Mornings with Ken. So hey, if you see me on the road, beep your horn, wave at me, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the thumbs up. But uh, no, I am. I just came from seeing my daughter and son-in-law, and a short little hour drive. And you are with me on this road trip, so sit back and uh, let me do the driving, and uh, you relax. And uh, here we go. So the other day, I was at a doctor's appointment, and you're going to learn a little bit about. Uh, you're going to learn a little bit about myself. I won't go into much detail. But uh, I had to have a doctor's appointment, and uh, they're just doing some tests. And uh, the doctor was telling me um, I'm going to have to have a bone marrow uh, test. I know I'm putting way too much personal information out there on Mornings with Ken. So I'm going to have to have my bone marrow, uh, like, I how did he call it, test it like extracted, they're gonna take this big old needle thingy and they stick it in your hip bone and they pull out some bone marrow and blood like fluid and then they're gonna send it off for testing. And I had this done once before and uh, it's it's a little it's a little painful. I mean I, I have a high tolerance for pain pain does not bother me too much. But I remember, it was weird because when I had the last one done, it it, it really made my hips sore. I, I kind of felt that. I'm sorry for that interruption. You know, I got my sidekick here with me giving me directions. So, hey, uh, anyway, that's what makes Morning with Ken special. So, Anyway, it, it hurt for a little bit, and the doctor um, the other day was telling me, he yeah, goes, yeah, most people, you know, doesn't hurt them, and and uh, he asked me how I would deal with pain. I go, no, I, I'm I'm pretty good with pain, you know, I I'm fine with being stuck and different things, and but anyway, so I got that coming up like in a couple weeks but he's telling me about this test, and then he's telling me about my spleen. I, hey, no, don't go blabbing to the whole world about my personal health uh, situation. You know, I'll, I'll pull out the HIPAA violation on you guys. So, anyhow, so he's telling me how my spleen works. Um, and he was telling me how the spleen Part of the spleen's job, what it does. um, I'm sorry, I'm fighting traffic here, so I want to maintain my lane, but yet get off at the correct ramp to head home. And uh, my partner's going to. Okay, enough of you. I'm turning my. uh, no, No, be quiet, person. All right. Anyhow, doctors tell me about my spleen, and my spleen, okay, enough of that, Sorry, spleen, would you be, hey, stop it, no more directions, what, are you not listening to me, I said no more directions, let me exit out of here. All right. Are you guys still with me, or did you guys did you guys click off already? Did you swipe away? Or are you still with me? Okay. All right. So my side street di- uh, driver has been kicked out the door. So anyway, spleen. The spleen's job is to eat things. Well, what's inside the spleen? I think he, the way the doctor said it eats things that are old. So like I hope I'm explaining this right. So you have like different you have white cells and red cells, platelets and but so whatever's inside your spleen, see your blood flows through there and it says, "Oh, this this cell is getting kind of old." And uh it probably it's not going to make another cir- circulation around your body. So whatever, whatever that thing is inside your spleen, it goes, we're going to eat him. Eat him, must be destroyed. So this creature living inside your body, I don't know, I don't know what it's called, but it it, 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 um, it eats the things that are getting old, the, the, red, the cells, eats them to get them out of the system, and then later it will recreate another one to replace it. So there's a constant dying of cells and the rebirth of cells. But the one, the, the job of that one little thing in your spleen eats things up. And as, as the doctor's explaining how all this works, I was amazed. I actually said to the doctor, I said, wow, the body is an amazing Creation. And he said, Yes, it is. It is. Because I was fascinated by the fact of this cycle of life and death within the spleen and the cells. And I, I, I thought to myself, How can anyone not believe in God, the Creator? How can you not believe in a creator? Like the the human body. Well, even true in, in the general animal animal uh, kingdom, how things work and how things design. You know, whatever God did to create this earth, He spoke it into existence. But there's there was a design to it. There was a design. Like, for for those that believe in more uh, naturalistic uh, evolution, creation, like, electricity exploded, or whatever, something exploded, and then put all this design into motion? No, I, I, I can't buy that, because... There had to be a design to make things work. Um, I don't want to oversimplify it, but a big bang, a big bang doesn't create a wheel for a wagon. I mean, the human body is so complex. Things are created in your body to help heal your body, eat bad things, reproduce good cells. This can't be from, it can't be, this order cannot be generated by a explosion. Um. And if there was a big... Let's take the, the uh, evolutionist uh, a theory on this. So if there was, an, ex- you know, the Big Bang or whatever, and whether God created the Big Bang, that's a whole other story. But since there was a Big Bang, then why didn't it immediately create... A horse. Why didn't it, it me, immediately create a frog? And, and you know, the, the atheist or evolutionist would say well, it took time. It took time for these things to be created. But in the creation of a frog through the Big Bang Theory, which is a funny tv show at uh, the big bang theory if everything was everything would have needed to be there from the very big bang the the, the, the water the the uh, chemicals the reactions the microorganisms or whatever everything would have had to be created all those elements would have had to been together, so in the future, through time, those elements would evolve into something else, according to the evolutionists. But if those elements that had to already be there, a part of the Big Bang, if we were already there, how come with all that power, with all that explosive power, how come how come those elements not have been explosion of an immediate uh, animal life? All the elements were there at the beginning of the of the explosion. So how come life forms didn't immediately? form. I, I know that's really a uh, simplistic way of looking at it. And I am no scientist, that's for sure. But see, it, it, it had to be put together by somebody. These elements that were, I call them elements, I'm not sure that's the correct scientific uh, term, but these life-giving things had to be present at the Big Bang because there was nothing, according to the evolutionists, there was nothing before the Big Bang. So everything that would later exist in the evolutionist world had to be present at the time of the Big Bang. Otherwise, frogs, horses, cows, cats, dogs, insects could never have been formed because they never were present at the very beginning. So in order for a fly to exist all the elements had to exist in time at the moment of that Big Bang otherwise the I'm going to call them elements because I don't know what else to call them. The elements to create that fly would have not, if it didn't exist then, it wouldn't later exist. So why, how did these other elements come into exist later in time if they weren't there at the beginning? So that's why I don't, I, b- I believe in the God of the Bible, and I believe in creation. There ha- There is a design. How does the body know? How does the body know which cells to eat and which cells not to eat? We see this breakdown when we deal with serious diseases like cancer and other diseases, where... Um, certain cells get out of hand, and eat, no, certain cells get out of hand, and, uh, I think they start to form together, and, and, uh, create tumors, and, and grow, and then, uh, slowly, uh, yeah, kill a patient, whatever, um, hey, and I'm no, I'm no scientist or doctor, so I, I don't know how cancer works, but, um, You clearly see my point. Um, The body is an amazing um, piece of artwork. It's an amazing structure. It's it's just it's just fascinating, fascinating. And uh, I just kind of just wanted to share that with you today, as uh, you know, if you take time and uh, throughout the day. And think things through. Um, Just like the conversation I had with my doctor when he was explaining how my spleen works, think about those things and uh, how amazing they are. As I continue my drive back home, you know, I look up at the clouds and think of uh, what a master design. Um, it's, it's a nice blue sky today. Some little little puffy clouds um, in the air, like uh, Bob Ross would say. Oh, I think I'm gonna paint a little puffy puffy cloud right here. <laughs> it is just beautiful, and the fact that God God planned how our System would work. How, how water would be evaporated up to the up to the sky, and uh, then later be released back into the earth. That whole process—it's um, just—it's just amazing. It it. See, brings life, and and, it creates life and renews life, um, that whole process of of water and, 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 oh, the cycle, it's just just so amazing. I, I don't understand how someone can look at creation and say, huh, an accident happened. An accident happened on the highway, and created a a, a plane in the middle of the highway because these two cars collided, and bam, out came a, a nice uh, jet plane. <laughs> and I know I'm, I'm being simplistic uh, right now, just, but I am fascinated by God's great design. It just absolutely amazes me. That he he designed what what this planet need needed to survive the sun that comes up to bring light and, and, and feed the, 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 the trees and the plants, and then the cool of the night as the moon comes out and brings some darkness um, upon, upon the earth in different sections to, uh, to allow a cool down, allow darkness for a while. God separated the light and the darkness. that we have a moon that works in tandem with the Earth and the pull that it, that it makes upon the Earth to change the, the flow of the tides, of the oceans. Ah, not by accident. I just don't see how anybody can look at that and say it was a big accident. Now there's a, a great God in heaven who created all things. Hey, let's uh, let's take a break and uh, go get a go get a, a hot cup of coffee, ref- refill your cup of coffee, and, uh, and let's let's do this thing on the other side. All right, guys, I've made it home. I have completed my journey from my daughter and son-in-law's house to my home i have finished my journey and have arrived safely at home now you may still be on your journey if you believe in evolution then you have to answer the same question that I do. What happens when you arrive home after your journey? When you arrive home, which means your journey has come to an end and life for you is no more, where have you arrived to? What's following the grave? See, I have arrived home physically from a journey, but one day I will arrive safely at home spiritually from my journey because I will return to the Creator. Father God, my journey will come to an end and I will rest in the arms of my Savior Jesus Christ in heaven, the Great Designer. Foolish mask of pride